Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions. So they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea. Or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planners down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Hey everybody, this is Jory and the Coffee Psychic with your psychic connection right here at Blog Talk Radio. Well, I want to say hello, hello, hello to everybody. And you know, I always like sharing some weird and unusual different psychic things that have happened um, during uh, the week. And uh, we didn't do a show last week, but um, the week before I was telling you guys about um, the home that I'm in, um, I'm in a temporary housing situation just for a little bit while my house is being worked on, um, that it was, it's been haunted, right? And it was very interesting, you know, because again, how could I say my house was haunted? Um, and this is a, a rental place. So, but there were so many things that were going on and, um, you know, such as my spirits were telling me when I came to this location, they said, you are not safe in this house. 
And I'm sitting here going like, oh, oh, I just had to go from a place that needs to be, you know, my home that need uh, needs some uh, major repairs into this other location. And now the spirits are selling, telling me that I'm not safe. But the lights were flickering on again, off again. There were, the washing machine wasn't working properly. You know, that would shut off. And uh, I had three people coming in to do uh, electrical investigating. So it was very, very interesting when the one electrician finally said uh, to my, it's my grandson's home, as a matter of fact, and he said, you just really need to call the city and have the city come out. And when the city came out, they went to the back of the house and they said, wow, are you guys really lucky? And, and of course, I'm, I'm asking why. And he showed me the meter and he said, here's four little knobs on the back. And he says, if you can tell this knob, you can see that it's already burnt and bubbling up. He goes, this house was getting ready to get uh, to start on fire from this. And so my spirit guides were right there. They were right, uh, right about what was going on. After that was fixed, you know, things settled down a little bit until other things were happening in my house. So when you guys have a haunted house, you know, and you're saying, hey, Jorianne, can you come out and do a clearing? You know, tonight's topic was really about, um, you know, uh, the word doing an exorcism versus a spiritual cleansing. Um, I can't really say if there's a whole big difference between the word exorcism outside of, you know, we've got the Catholic exorcisms. And, you know, I put the picture up, the exorcism of Emily Rose. That was one of my earliest books that I read on exorcisms when I was uh, younger, when I was just coming in this field. And I was so fascinated with this book and um, what I can tell you to finish part of the story of what happened in the on my uh, place that I'm at right now is that they um, my cups were falling off the counter my towels on the floor a door was open I closed every single door all the time so there were a lot of weird things happening there was um, I had some friends over and one of my friends said that morning she felt a man watching over her. And when she woke up and then she opened up her eyes and her brother had been staying there and she goes, well, he was sound asleep uh, across the room. And then uh, she said she felt this man's presence twice. Then later on, we went out uh, to the store. And when we returned, I went to take things out of the car and suddenly the garage door was closing and I was, I was saying to them, hey, what are you guys doing? And they all threw their hands, they both threw their hands up and said, we didn't touch anything. We're actually over here. There's no way we could have touched the garage door. So that happened. And then later on that night, this loud crashing bang happened. And so even though the house became safe from the electrical issue, um, it was still one of those things where it was like, okay, somebody's here. Why are you here? What's going on is the real question. And that's where you guys really find yourself a lot, too. Who's here? Now, I didn't find myself getting scared. It wasn't, I wasn't frightened. did notice also, uh, when I went in the backyard uh, to let my dogs out, um, 
I was overwhelmed by a really creepy feeling. And I felt, um, you know, when you're telepathically communicating with the dead, uh, for those of you that are in this field, you guys know it. it's really quick communication. It's like zoom, zoom, zoom. You know, the information is going back and forth. And I felt, I saw a black pipe wrapped up in either a, a little blanket or a towel. And um, I felt somebody getting ready to hit me on the back of the head. And it was solidly a black pipe. I saw it somewhere. I took a photograph uh, of what it looked like. And then I heard this man say, I don't know how I died. He said, I couldn't see them. They hit me from behind. And it's like, oh, okay. So this is the dead man that's probably in this house communicating with me. And then at Christmas, um, I went to church. I'm a Catholic. Um, I always joke around about being half Catholic, but because uh, I'm very spiritual, very eclectic. Um, and I looked down, lifting up the nailer, and there was a man's uh, pair of work boots and blue jeans, where my my pretty pants and my shoes uh, were supposed to be. <laughs> and I was like, it's like, gotcha. So here was this man. Um, that physically now is that considered an attachment? Uh, was he just hanging out with me? Certainly, it's not possession. But when I saw this man connected to me, I immediately went and um, during the week I did a clearing on the house. I did a clearing on him and myself, which means helping him across the border. And um, I haven't heard from him since. All the spiritual activity has stopped in my house. So we can call it a spiritual cleansing. Uh, I'm just used to calling it clean out, you know, any energy that should not be there. You know, we've got so many different areas of spirituality on the other side. We've got, you know, what they call the demonic energy. We've got angelic energy. We've got our spirit guides. We've got our dead relatives. You've got the fairy, you know, the diva energies. There's so many different levels of spiritual energy. And um, I know I had gone, I had, you know, just gone through some of the information about the um, the exorcism of Emily Rose. And I got to tell you, um, I'm not 100% sure uh, that I want to cover that completely, that topic tonight, because it's such a deep topic about, you know, she was very spiritual, and um, and the things that actually happened to her uh, before she died, while they were doing a lot of exorcisms through the Catholic Church and stuff. Um, I can't say that she didn't have attachments, or I can't say that she didn't have, you know, possession or whatever. But I think I'd really want to really through that more deeply, and then really give. Uh, uh, more of a different um, discussion about it. And people can actually call in, too. If you guys have studied the the case of uh, the uh, exorcism of Emily uh, Rose, it's really, really a great book. So please read it if you can. If you guys are interested in doing uh, clearings, house clearings, exorcisms, um, there's a great book out there called Spirit Releasement by William Baldwin. You know, I want to say if any of you guys have ever had what you considered a demonic experience, um, 
I'm going to tell you just a couple of my little experiences here. I ended up having what I called a demon in my house at one point. It was probably one of the scariest experiences I have had. And it was in my house in Chicago, and this thing looked like a black bat with a with devil horns and a long pointed tail. This thing was so frightening, and it was in the corner of my dining room. And I actually had to leave my house for three days. It was just frightening. And I can't remember if somebody showed me how to do a house clearing or what, but I just picked up myself and my two children, excuse me, three children at that time, and we just got out. So that would be one of my experiences that I would say I had some sort of connection with a demon-type spirit. And also, when I was doing a TV show for Excalibur Nightclub, we were up in the um, in the upper rooms um, at Excalibur. And I said, you know what, you guys have to let me go back in this one area. There's something going on there. I said, it's very negative. Um, and they had been, uh, somebody had painted pentagrams, um, which is like the upstairs, uh, excuse me, upside down star. And that's where they're doing demonic worship and stuff like that. And somebody had closed that off. But I could feel the negativity. And I told the one guy, I said, do not do not close that door because it felt like we were going to be really trapped in there with some really bad, bad energy. So you guys know, like, if you're in your house and something feels really bad, then if it looks like a dog, acts like a dog, barks like a dog, it's a dog. So there's something negative. But there's a difference between feeling somebody's spiritual energy in the house and you're just not used to working with dead people. Um, that how can you learn how to work with some of these dead spirits? These maybe it's a dead relative, maybe it's it's a guy that during one of my house clearings, there was uh, one of the clearings that I had done. A woman um, on the south side of Chicago, uh, she ended up having. Now this is a really a more involved story, so I won't tell you the whole thing, but um, or maybe I just should. Anyway, she said that her son was getting choked marks around his um around his throat so they had me come to do a clearing but first i had to get in there and when i do this work i've got to walk around the house and i've got to start you know uh feeling what's going on talking to whoever's in there and um there was a caucasian man that was standing actually over the mom and dad's bed and I had said to them, I said, well, it looks like this young man died on his bicycle in this neighborhood. Um, he didn't ascend into the heavenly realms. So is he demonic? No, he's just a dead guy. Now, the point is, why is he in your house? So when you do this work, you have to talk to them, find out what's going on, and see why they're there. And this young man just looked at me and said, Jorianne, uh, somebody's abusing their drugs not on purpose, but through ignorance. And if he's not careful, or if they're not careful, they're going to kill themselves. And so I related that information to the husband and wife. And I said, I said, this young man is saying somebody's taking some medication and they could be overdosing and they could kill themselves. And the wife said, we're not taking any medication. And the husband 
spoke up and said, actually, I just got some new medication. And I personally don't know. I wasn't reading it right. I was just taking it. And so this young man has been trying to capture their attention to say, watch out, you can kill yourself. And so he right away made a commitment that he was going to go ahead and go to the doctors or the pharmacy and find out exactly uh, how much he's supposed to be taking, like the right amount. So that was very positive. Now, the other part of the story, when I told you guys that this uh, young man uh, had been choked, the son had been choked, he was a probably an older teenager or maybe just in his early 20s. And some of these stories might sound really, really crazy, but when you're in the spiritual field, remember, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, not human beings having a uh, spiritual experience. So um, you've got it, either you're in a body, I've heard some of the TV shows saying it's your meat suit. Uh, my mom and dad always taught us that your body is just a carrying case for your soul. So when um, I started investigating who's possibly choking this young man, the picture I saw was this husband and wife being a young couple traveling in Mexico down a road. And this woman um, is starting to apparently um, have her cycle and not knowing she was pregnant. So she was actually starting to miscarry. And I asked her, did she know if she was ever pregnant and was she miscarrying? And she had said, um, no, not that I remember. And as I kept relaying the story to her, she's like, oh, my God, I do remember. She goes, yes, but it was very early. So, again, this is going to sound a little crazy, but when you're sitting here talking to the spirits, what happened was, as I'm seeing this picture unfold in front of me, this dead man jumps up. He stole my body. And I'm like, I'm like, pardon me? He said, he stole my body. That was my body. So the spirit that was coming in to be born to this woman that was actually miscarrying at that time, that spirit had every intention to get back in line. And the next body that was going to be born, like a car coming down the assembly line, he was going to jump back in and he was going to be born because the first body didn't work out. So this spirit, they would have been brothers. This spirit was so angry with him that I don't know if he was messing around with him for a long time, but he literally manifested where he came out and he was so angry he was coming after his brother, who actually jumped in, in front of the line and got the body first. So after I was able to talk with him, he was able to, you know, doing his shenanigans, he apologized, and he wasn't bothering this brother anymore. So it's pretty amazing some of the stuff you can discover or find when you do this work. But was he demonic? No, he wasn't demonic. He was an angry spirit because he wanted to get born into that specific body, into that specific family, which he tried to, but the body wasn't strong enough, didn't stay, miscarried. So he wasn't demonic. He was just an angry, angry spirit. 
and then we were able to cross them over. So there's so much to this field. And um, what we're going to do is I'm going to go ahead and take some questions tonight. Now, of course, you guys know I always do that. You can ask uh, a question. I always like to have your name and your uh, the state that you're in, and you can ask a question. Now, if you guys have any, 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 uh, any of your stories that you've had, any experiences like this, um, I've been doing exorcisms and uh, clearings of people's bodies and house clearings, and it's it's just amazing that most often, you know, when my daughter and I do the exorcisms, we do not normally bump into any demonic spirits. Now, spirits, I have bumped into just a couple. But then there's a way of working with these spirits and getting them to where they need to be, working with the archangels and um, stuff like that. So anyway, let's go on and let's take some uh, questions here. If you guys have any other questions that you need me to clarify for you, please do that. Okay, let's see who we have first online here. And it's always good to have these topics, you guys, because... If you guys have other information that you want to share with me on this, some of your experiences or something else that you know, share it with me. Okay, hello caller. Welcome to the show. Who is this and where are you calling from? Jorianne, hi, it's Donna. I'm in California. Um, hey, Donna, yeah. how are you? Thank you. I've had experiences where I've heard my spirit guides warn me of different things, and I really took that into account, and it was true. You know, and that's so, a great, that's a great way. Listen, we have to develop a relationship with our spirit guides and angels. We are all assigned spirit guides and angels. They walk with us. It's up to us to learn how to listen. Develop that relationship. Good for you, Donna. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a little psychic yes, question. Uh, I'd like to meet someone. You know, I'm at that retired age, but okay. I'd like to compare someone to, um, you know, love and do things with and yeah i wanted to know what you're picking up on that for me please i am picking up somebody coming in um Good. i don't know i don't know if the number is 73 i don't know if they were i don't know i don't three think they'd be born in 73 um no possibly something around um look for a number 73 how old are you right now can i ask I'm going to be 70 in April. Oh, my God. 73 would be perfect. Uh, yeah, it would. Yeah, I I don't look my age, and I act younger, so somebody younger would be fun. Are you looking for somebody like 50? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, but what? You got it. You got it. You have to get somebody that can keep. Don't yeah. know if the name Jim or James is going to be a connection or not, but. I do uh, feel you having some uh, nice companionship, and I think you're going to be doing some traveling. And how long Ooh. it takes, I don't know. And I'm not sure if you're going to make this crazy commitment with this person or if you guys are going to have a warm, loving uh, relationship or friendship. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. I have been doing quite yeah. a bit of traveling. I went to Hawaii. I went to... Uh, Cabo San Lucas, and I went to Boise, Idaho over the last three months, and I'm ready to travel. I love it. That's beautiful. I've got to tell you, there's something about coal mining. 
Now, I don't know if your family were coal miners in the past or if this is like a um, like a past life for you, but I'm really seriously seeing the word coal mining. Okay. All and right. I, and I believe it has to do with you, Donna, not, not a new boyfriend that comes in or something like that. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to contemplate on that one. I don't know if you get one. a chance to do... Yeah, and even there are some there are some uh, hypnosis uh, recordings that you can actually get and start doing oh. self hypnosis um, uh, sessions for yourself. Always make sure you guys ground yourself. Do a grounding exercise, and when I say a grounding exercise, see your the roots of your feet becoming like uh, roots going down um, into the center of the earth, grabbing onto a bar in the center of the earth. Your tailbone should grow down like a little monkey's tail also into the center of the earth and then have the white light of the Christ consciousness visualize it coming down through the top of your head into the earth and grounding yourself so this way you're completely grounded and you're not going to you know go off in an astral projection trip you know which we always come back to our bodies anyway but you want to make sure if you're not working with a specific hypnotherapist that's working with you in a room just ground yourself, okay? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, good. Um, yeah, thank you. Right, and I'd like to con- can I continue listening, please? Oh, oh yes, ma'am. You most certainly can. Yes, thank ma'am. You. Hey, Jorianne, have a good night. Thanks, Donna. Bye. You too. All right, bye-bye. Let's see who we have next online here. Hi, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hey, Jorianne, it's Pat from Connecticut. I'm so grateful to be on. First of all, your stories are amazing. And it's sort of like, well, Jorianne in this field is superwoman. She never gets touched by these things. So you really surprised me. And <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you. But isn't it, but isn't it cool, though? Because <laughs> isn't it cool that if I didn't have these experiences, Pat, stop and think about it. I wouldn't be able to differentiate between flights of fancy, but it's like, hey, there's a dead guy on me, you know. And um, and can I can I can I I've got to tell you one more story real quick, just so you guys can really get it, because I really appreciate what you're saying here. So I ended up going to my friend's house. Uh, I went to their house, did several several exorcisms a house clearing, let's put it that way. And this one day they just said, please come over. There's so much activity. And as soon as I walked in the house, Greg couldn't be there. I looked at Linda and I said, oh, crap. I said, did your father die? And she smiled with a smirk on her face and said, yes, he did. And with that moment, her dead father jumped immediately into my body and started yelling at her. Oh my and God. saying you didn't even come to my funeral. Oh, oh my God! How would I know that? How would I know oh that? And I was in such a state because he was now that was possession. I'm telling you, he jumped right inside wow. of me. All I knew, by the way, that was my birthday many years ago, and uh, which my birthday is in February. And all I want to do is get outside, tear my clothes off, and lay in the snow. Because if you guys think that you have a spirit attachment, ice-cold water, outside of other things, should shock the spirit off of you. 
And I just, and of course, I had people with me, so I could not do that. But there were things that we're going to go through. But if I didn't know this, you know, and by the way, I, I kept saying that day because I was in a daze. The next day I said, who's going to exercise the exorcist? And my yeah. daughter laughed, and she goes, the ex- exorcist's daughter will, of course, Mom. And she's the one that I do exorcisms with. So it was quite an experience. And so thank yeah. you for saying that, because there are things that we have to go through, and these are my lessons. You guys are going to have yours. So so go ahead, Pat. What questions do you want to ask? Um, two things. If you have time for the second one, that's fine. The, the first one is okay. asking you for help to – I'll be really quick. I don't think I called in and spoke to you about this. I think I was trying to. Um, I visit my son up in the Berkshires, a beautiful place. I left my heart there. I want to go back someday. And he's in a phenomenal yeah. place. I may have brought this up with you. Um, the man that owns the land died. The last three times I've gone up there, I've gotten so sick. And I wonder oh. what's wrong. I drive to visit my granddaughter, and I can't even keep my eyes open and continue a conversation with her. My heart's pounding, blah, blah, blah. The third time I said to my son, what is going on? This is not me. I was thinking it was me and feeling just like a jerk. And he said, aliens. And and I said, you know what? It's along those lines. It's not me. It's not asbestos in this barn, whatever, whatever. And the man that owned the land, who was a well-known movie special effects guy, died the, just months before or maybe a year before. And um, so I was thinking maybe his spirit was affecting me. And I, the more, also, the more people yes, can be, people say that there's yes, a lot I want to know who committed suicide. I want to I know who committed suicide. That's what I want to know. Um, Oh, wow. I have no idea. That's what I want to know. Yeah. And and also, there's something there. Pat, I think you're very psychic. I think you're very intuitive. I think you're an empath. I think you're picking up people's uh, energy. Um, God, I went, I, I went to this place this one time, and I'm very connected to the Native Americans uh, this lifetime. And yeah. it was called... Cult- Comfort's last stand. I forgot how to pronounce that. Uh, yeah. And and I was nauseated. I was starting to throw up. I couldn't go yeah. up to the location that they had there. That's what you're experiencing. I believe there's something connected to a past life. I believe your spirit is not wanting to look at part of this. I think you I think you need to do some meditation on it when you go there and protect yourself. But I think there's a couple of things that are going on there. And it you sh- and and you and your son should be lucky that part of this is going to be aliens. But I think some of this is your impact, your psychic abilities are opening up tremendously and um and there's more for you to discover there. There's something that your psyche, your unconscious mind doesn't want to look at right there. Was that probably from a past life? Oh, from my past life? A past life. Okay. Um, I figured I needed to go up and heal it, the land. Is that yes. right? Yes. Yes, okay. ma'am. Okay. Um, so I, I'm not, this is foreign to me, but I got tobacco and cornmeal and I'm Googling and figuring out what do I do and 
uh, my pastor gave me a prayer, so I'm going to do everything I can. Is it just enough? Can you bring like three or four people with you, other healers? No. I mean, I know you're a healer. Okay. No. Will you will you say no? But I'd like to see if you can ask the universe if you can, because okay. I want you to be completely grounded when you go there. Even if you bring another person or two, just to ground you, uh, please wrap yourself in a bubble of white light. Uh, the tobacco part is, is good. I know there were bad things that happened there, and I have to, I don't yeah. know if the if it was mass murder for some of the Indians, the Native Americans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. something that you may have been involved in, so your spirit can't deal uh, with It's like you're not going to look right now. You're getting sick, uh, that see. sort of thing. So go into, yeah, go into the prayer with, please forgive me. I'm very sorry for whatever happened yes. on this land. We're very sorry for whatever happened. Got you it. know, uh, go in that way, Pat, okay? okay. If I um, can't bring healers, my son will do this with me. Would, would that be a little bit of yes. a help? Okay. Oh, that'd um, be a great help. I want to tell you, you reminded yeah. me, I, I went to visit Mesa Verde with my son and his girlfriend, and I literally was on the floor of the car halfway up the mountain to get there. It was the same reaction. I was yeah. so sick and so angry. I wouldn't get out of the car to look yeah. at him. But, but quickly, quickly, one thing that did happen to me, I was sick in an all-girls school. I was 16, 17 years old. I had a flu or something. And I looked down at my arm, and it was all dried up, mummified arm. And there was something outside wow. the that was begging me to jump out. It scared me so much. I oh. ran down to the, the only girl that oh my was God. there was the only other girl that was there was a girl I never liked, and I ran into her room, slammed the door behind me, and we became friends. I was so and no, no Oh, one man, I don't want to talk to you more about this. No oh, my God. I know we've got to go on. No, okay. it's, it's perfect. These are some of our greatest stories that people don't get. There's so much where past lives merge into the others, and you've got these spirit. Oh, my God. I, I love it, Pat. Let's talk about that in another future call, okay? okay? Another so show, radio much. show. All right, thanks, Pat. God bless you. God bless. God bless. God bless. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you. You're welcome. See, as you guys can see, you guys all have something going on. We all do. And, and please don't think there's anything wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. We are spirits. We're in this human experience. And this is why we have our little children that can remember past lives because past lives are their, uh, how can I say it, they just crossed over from the other side. So some of it is past lives, but it's a past life for them. It's like one of these little kids in East India, he kept telling his parents he wanted to smoke a, a, a cigar. And they're like, you know, put that down. You can't have that. And he kept saying, my wife is right over there in the next town. What was he, five or six years old? And they finally brought him over here because he, he was nonstop talking about it. And this woman is like, well, who is he? And this little kid says, I'm your husband, you know. And so they actually were able to spend some time together. And this woman walked out saying, that is my husband. He died but apparently he reincarnated with you guys. That for sure is my dead husband. He was able to come up with so much information. 
So remember, spirits first and foremost. Okay. Let's see who's next online here. Hi. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi. Hi, man. Thank you for the show. My name is Tina, and uh, thank you for sharing your experience. And uh, that's really good because you know, like you said. Um, but I just want to make my quick because I, I uh, thank you very much because you gave me some good good advice and and us callers. Miss uh, Coffee Lady, uh, Joanna, I have a question. Thank you. I have a friend. I have yes, ma'am. Yeah, I'm I'm writing it down as I'm listening to the show. But anyway, my question is, um, I have a friend that I'm not I'm not quite sure. I I I think she might be going uh behind uh like bars. There we go. Like I have not. I want to say friend acquaintances from a friend acquaintances. And is 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 that do you see that already occurring? She has short hair. Well, let me ask you this. I want to make sure. What is your first name again, ma'am? My name is Tina in Colorado, and I'm a fan Tina. of your show. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. And are you? I just want to make sure. Are you asking? Is this woman going behind your back? Is she going? Is she going to jail? Uh, I mean, I, I someone said that. I just want. No, she not done nothing to me, but she did something to other, some couple of people, and I I, I just want to know that because those people was was a family with kids. Okay, so do I? So she wasn't. She didn't go behind your back, but she went behind their back. So yes, yeah. I believe that that is true, and yes, there positively should be some uh, jail time, but I'm not 100% sure if they've. Uh, caught her and everything or if they have more that they're going to be uh, revealing about situation. Because it feels like some of this stuff has been blacked out or hidden. Um, and like, and it feels like some of the stuff has been hidden pretty, pretty well. So I, I think there's going to be more that's got to come to light. That's what I want to tell you, Tina. So the uh, do you see her? Ha- do you see her being arrested in the in the near future? After that, no, the, 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 uh, I'm not sure when she's going to get arrested, but I think she will get arrested. Okay. I think yeah. I think and and I so this is a prayer. I want to tell you guys this prayer, and it's a very good prayer. You take a white candle, take olive oil on your on your finger, go clockwise, which means um, bring bring forward this information. And you can think about her in the bad situation and say, whatever's in the darkness, come into the light. Whatever's in the darkness, come into the light. Whatever's in the darkness, come into the light so the truth may be revealed. Now, normally when you say that prayer, uh, information starts coming forward, like some people might trip up and they might actually expose things. So that's the prayer, that's the prayer to say. But for sure she's been doing things behind other people's backs. Uh, it should be exposed, but I don't know how long it'll take to be exposed. And some of the stuff been, has been really hidden, really. I can see blackness covering covering it. So that's what I want to say about that. Uh, Tina, please feel comfortable. Call me back. Let me know what happens. Thank you so much. All right, let's see who's next online. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, there. Hello? 
Hi, who is this? Hi, Carrie, and it's Teresa. How are you? Oh, I'm good, Teresa. Well, welcome to the show tonight. And where are you calling from? I'm calling from Brooklyn. Brooklyn, very nice. And what do you have on your mind tonight, Teresa? I don't even know. I'm not even sure what to, what to ask you. <laughs> I got yes, besides booking a private session with you, I'm trying to see what what comes to mind. I think I think I'm going in the right direction now. I guess. Do you see a move for me happening by June or the end a move of June? by June? Actually, so let me tell you this. Does it feel like it's a good idea? Yes. Do I think it's going to happen? Uh, pretty strongly, June, July. Uh, it does feel pretty strong. Um, you know, it's funny. I think you're supposed to be writing a book, Teresa. Number one. Yes. I don't know if yes. you. You are <laughs> very good, very good. And and you know, I have to say, do you remember when one of the callers earlier uh, said something about aliens? Uh, Might have been Pat. I don't know if you've experienced anything that feels like alien-like or any anything like that. Um, but I, I want you to keep your eyes open for anything that could still be like extraterrestrial or have there been some unusual sightings in the sky. Um, and I don't know if that makes sense to you right now, but I just want you to keep your eyes open for that. Okay? Uh- Okay, and I'm going to book a reading with you because we haven't. Yeah, I I left a message for you. I know you're busy because your readings go. You book very fast, and I never received a call Thank back you. from you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If you if you do me this favor, do me this favor. Um, I've got two numbers that you guys can call. Uh, two one nine nine four zero ninety two ninety two, and I'm going to give you just my direct cell phone number for you guys. Because uh, all my numbers are forwarded to my cell phone, but then you could text me, and that number is seven zero eight eight zero five one one two eight. So if you if you text me on the eleven twenty eight number, uh, then for sure I'll be getting back to you uh, quicker. All right, awesome. I will. I will send you a text tomorrow morning. Okay. Thanks, Teresa. God bless okay. you. We'll talk soon. Thank you. All right. Okay. Bye now. Thank, thank you. All right. Beautiful. All right. Fantastic. All right. So let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Uh, thank you for taking my call. My name is Melvin from, from Georgia. Melvin, welcome back to the show, sir. How have you been? Uh, my, my health been off and on and that's just my question. I want to see uh, is is my health going to improve? Uh, I've been going through for the last three years. Uh, I'm about close to the this. I've done all the tests already. So, um, but I um, I'm just having a little issues around my heart now. I got you. I got you, Melvin. Um, I'll I'll say this to you. Um, Gosh, there are so many things that many times our physical bodies have to deal with when we're on this life's journey, you know, when we're doing this living experience on the planet. 
And some things are, they're not even easily correctable, but some things are. You know, we've got our colds and our headaches and all this other stuff. Um, and then we end up having, you know, possible diabetes, issues with our sugar, you know, all sorts of things. Um, it feels like you do have some things that are going on that you have to stay very focused on as far as with the doctors. Now, I don't know if you had any issues around your knees at all either. It's either you or somebody else also having an issue around the knee or mobility stuff. That's your brother. Okay, thank you. And um, also, who's got the respiratory problems, the breathing or having, I don't know if it's seasonal asthma or just trouble breathing. Who has that? A lot. That's, yeah, that's, that's me. I, I wheeze a lot. So they got to run some tests on me on the 22nd to make sure uh, okay. uh, my breathing is okay. Okay, I, very good. I now, I know you've got, you've got angels around you, Melvin. For real, like no joke. And okay. I don't know if you've had an opportunity to find any Reiki, R-E-I-K-I, Reiki healers in your neighborhood. But if you could do that, it feels like that would help. Also, um, are you are you a big fan of Mother Mary, by the way? The, uh, yes, ma'am. The mother to Jesus Christ. Well, I'm feeling yes, Mother Mary's presence around you. And I would love you to request uh, that you speak with Mother Mary and ask her for some special healings because I do feel her around you for sure. I also feel your grandmother around you, who I know is dead. Um, Did your mom also transition, your mom? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Both of them. Okay, so, so you've got these guys around you. Is there anything with cornbread or anything with a certain kind of bread that you like or that you used to like from when you were younger? Uh, I just like my mother's cornbread when <laughs> she cook it to my grandma. That's it. That's what she was. Yeah. That's what she was showing me, sir. That's what she was yes. just showing me. You should have some of that. I I think I think you know you still have to watch your carbs a little bit here. Um, and I don't know if this is your birthday that's just come or passed or whose it is, but I am hearing happy birthday from the spirit world. And oh. um. Okay, so I don't know if that's for you or other family members, but know that they're saying happy birthday right now, okay? Right. So keep going yes. to your doctors and keep keep make sure that you keep exploring this. If you don't get the answers that you like right away, please don't feel bad about changing, a, you know, to another doctor or getting referrals to another doctor because that's also really important for all of us also. You know, somebody might have an answer. <clears throat> um, I already told you guys that I that I had a, um, a head injury, so I had uh, brain damage and epilepsy when I was younger. And I have a neurologist, and uh, this is a wonderful man. He actually had something going with his brain, and he had an aneurysm, and he was able to go ahead and tell them, the surgeons at the hospital, this is where you've got to operate on my brain. And one doctor actually said to him, you're never going to be able to walk or talk again in your life. And his wife looked at him, the doctor and said, you're fired, and we're fighting somebody else. <laughs> and, of course, this is my doctor's story, and he is fine. So please remember, God is the major healer, okay? Please don't believe every single thing that somebody tells you because that's their opinion, 
but that does not have to be the truth. Please remember that. Uh, Dr. Joseph Dispenza, you guys check him out. Melvin, look up Dr. Joseph Dispenza on YouTube. Please listen to some of what he's doing. Please listen to some of his meditations because there are many times that, yes, we might be in a certain process with a, a disease process going on in the body. Can we, can we rearrange some of this and bring the body back to full health and healing? Please consider that anything is possible. Okay. All right, let's see who's next online. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi, Terri-Ann. This is Tamika. I'm calling from Florida currently. Hey, Tamika. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, honey? I just wanted to know if you see any changes coming up for me um, anytime soon, or if you see any changes, period, in any areas in my life coming up, because I'm going through a a hard time, a lonely time. Um, I don't know if things are going to get worse or if things are going to get better. They're going to get worse before they get better because when I tapped into your energy immediately, it felt like a, a typhoon or a tidal wave. And it was like you're in Florida, but it feels like the stuff is coming over you, but it's not going to, it's like, how can I say it? Remember that cartoon character Moana? from mm-hmm. Disney. So it feels like here comes these waters and they come and they take you and they pull you into the ocean and then you walk out of here shaking your hands up going like, whoo, that was something. And then you come out refreshed and ready for brand new beginnings. So what's going on for you right now is not going to take you down. It truly is only going to help to make you stronger. Okay? Yeah. For real. But you're, you're, you're in a space of indecisiveness is really where you're at, and that's what seems to be blocking you, if that makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you right now, Tamika? Yeah, because opportunities, um, I'm not seeing them like a way out. I'm not seeing it um, the way to get a way out. I'm not seeing it, and also, like, I don't feel like I belong here. I was sort of seeing someone. It ended. You know, so oh, I don't think you belong there either. No, ma'am, you'll be leaving. I don't think you're going to stay in there, and I don't. I don't think you belong in Florida. I don't think so. Do you remember either. my? Do you remember my uh, guest, um, uh, Dave Gunning? He's at uh-huh. Dave, and he's at uh, Astro Gunning. Dot um, Astro Gunning. Astro Gunning. Dot, I think it's Gmail now. He can do what's called astrocartography. And you can call him up or email him, Dave Gunning, or excuse me, astrogunning at gmail.com. And he can do what's called an astrocartography chart that's going to show you where you're, what's the best place for you to live on the planet. Please call him to get a chart done. That is going to so help you. Because, again, I don't think you're staying in Florida because it feels like at this time they're really, like you said, that relationship didn't work out. But sometimes people are supposed to stay there because somebody new is coming in. But I don't think so with you. I think you're supposed to be shifting and going to a different area. Now, I personally, I kind of heard Georgia. Um, so, But I would call Dave Cunning and see if he can do a chart for you. 
And then uh, if you're able to make that shift, please do that. Okay. And we're going to go on to our next caller here. And thanks for the call, Tamika. Thank you so much for joining us on the show tonight. All right. Hello, caller. Hello. Who is this? And where are you calling from? Oh, hello. Hello, hello. It's Kay from Chicago. Kay, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing well. I was just curious. You, in earlier part of your show, you said that you should get to know your spirit guide or your angel. How, is there a process yes, of doing that? What do you do? Um, yeah, my God. You can just, in a state of meditation, ask. I'd like to have uh, the name of my spirit guide and my angel. You know, please tell me who it is. And so you- I had mine show up. Yeah, as a matter of fact, one of my spirit guides' name is just the letter K, for real. Oh, wow. And, okay. um, yeah, and I asked him, I said, are you sure you're my spirit guide? And then he is a very handsome guy, nice-looking man. Um, he's dead, but I mean, he's still my spirit guide. <laughs> and I said, are you sure you're my spirit guide? And he goes, yes. And then I was like, come on, are you really my spirit guide? And he goes, yes, Joanne. And I said, for real? And then he did like two or three backflips and said, ta-da, I'm really your spirit guide. And so I've been communicating with him since. Now I've got like a group of other spirits that I work with. And many times they'll work with me during your readings. You know, we'll be in touch with your spirit guides and angels. And um, so you can ask. Now, one of your guides, you know, when I teach these classes, I can hear who your guides are. And I'm hearing Mary. But this doesn't feel like Mother Mary. This just feels like a woman by the name of Mary. Okay? Uh, It's almost, I don't know if there's a different St. Mary versus St. Mother Mary. We'd have to check that out. But this woman definitely watches over you. I do feel the Archangel Michael around you as well. And uh, and also somebody by the name of Harold, an H name. Um, so those would be the people right now that I feel around you at this point, Kay. I would also, I tell people, when you're working with your spirit guides and angels, ask them. It's like, can you please prove that you're my spirit guide or angel? Um, you know, and even my story with finding out Kay, I was painting my room, uh, and I had a long stick, and I just painted the wall behind me. And when I painted this wall behind me, the, um, you know, for my spirit guide, Kay, the paint sticks all, and I was so frustrated, I did not want to look at it, and I just kept painting the other wall in front of me, and then the stick fell again, and this was during the time when I was asking my spirit guide, it's like, are you really my spirit guide, and when I turned around, there was this gigantic K that was on the wall that uh, occurred because of the stick falling. So that was one of my confirmations. Sometimes you can see the names on license plates in front of you. Sometimes you can see them in uh, the you know cashier's name tag. So um, just to let you know, keep asking them. Come asking them for help. Ask them to find you parking spots in front of the Walmart, things like that. And that's how you're going to start developing your relationship with your spirit guide. All right. You know, I've I've got to tell you guys. A whole hour has passed. Um, I'm going to take one more caller here. If you would like to set up an appointment, 
uh, please give me a call at 219-940-9292. Um, also, uh, you can call me, you can text me at my cell phone, 708-805-1128, and I'll be able to get back to you. Um, again, I do the full psychic readings. Um, I am also an exorcist. I'm a transmedium. Um, I'm a Reiki master healer. And all the other wonderful things that um, that are available out there. I do almost everything. You know, I just want to say um, thank you all for joining, calling in. If I couldn't get you to not get to you tonight, uh, I really appreciate you calling in. And make sure that you call in next week, uh, right here at your psychic connection with Joy and the Coffee Psychic. So I'm going to take one more caller here, and um, thank you everybody so much. Caller, who is this? And what's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, it's Catherine from New York. Catherine, welcome to the show. What's on your Thank mind? You. Um, I was wondering, please, if you see me finding some sort of sponsorship for my event that's happening in June or just anything in general you pick up around the event, anything at all that might come to you, I appreciate uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, I don't know if there's a man by the name of Ken or Kenneth or a connection with another K, uh, but it feels like your events are supposed to be growing bigger. And um, and I don't know why I'm seeing food. I don't know if there's going to be any kind of food products that are going to be yes. uh, connected to your um, your events. But I'm seeing yeah. food. Um, I'm actually kind of seeing baby back ribs. I don't know if that makes any sense. But I also see things like different types of food from different cultures. Um, so just keep in mind about that, whether that's in your intention right now or not. Um, and and there's going to be, um, I believe there's going to be fabrics and there's going to be different kinds of uh, clothing. And if there isn't, kind of keep your mind open to some other things that may be coming uh, your way that's going to expand um, this event that you're doing, there will be more events, and there is a connection to Canada. So remember I said that. Interesting. Okay. Yes, I will. Okay. And I love Thanks. the feedback. I love the feedback. You are so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was actually, too, a man whose first name starts with the letter K that I was thinking about asking to come on board see that yes yeah, good man he's a good man and he's uh open he's honest and he's creative and he's a brainstormer so he'd be a good uh he'd be a good teammate thank you thank You're you welcome. so much you're, you're brilliant thank you you're much love thank, thank you. you god bless you god bless <laughs> thank you, you. thank you all right, you know what? We do have one more caller hanging on the line. Let's see who's here. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi. My name is Maria. Yeah, calling from New York. Hey, Hello? Maria. How are you? Fine. How are you? Long good, 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 good. Actually... We did I talk for a while ago, right? We spoke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I love to come back. You see, if I'm going to buy the house in Rome or Chief Sicily, 
Yeah, the war in Jerusalem. Oh, yes, the house in Rome, the house in Rome. So did you guys go forward to buy the house, or is that on hold right now? I was looking around, you know, and now I want to go back in July. I was like a house near the war in Sicily, in Cipolo. And now my daughter like so, to go to Roma. I don't know. So listen, let me tell you what I'm saying. I'm getting you going like this. Eh, eh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> so I, I think it's better for you guys to go back there, but you've got to check. And I don't know if you said this out loud or not. You have to check the water. You have to check the pipe to make right. sure that everything is okay with the right. piece of property. Right. Did you guys go forward to do this? Okay. That's what I'm right. seeing in front of me when I think about you guys in Rome. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. And I, and I think your daughter is lovely. I think she's just wonderful. And, uh, and she's smart. She's a smart businesswoman. I'm telling you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very You're happy. welcome. And I hope. I got it. Did you did you go see the Pope, Maria? Didn't you no. see the Pope yet? It was raining that no. day. I reached near, you know, almost uh, there, and then I was walk anymore. I was dead tired. I'm gonna go I, again. I I wanna go over there. The people all the time. You can believe. Uh, I want to go again in July. Yeah, I want to go to July. I I think so. So you seem to go back in July, right? I I think you're whether it's July or August. I think you're supposed. I think you're going to be going to see the Pope, really. And if you can't do that, okay. Right. I like that around you, and the Sistine Chapel and all of that. I I hope you get there. Ask the Pope for his blessings. I think that, and I, I feel the great presence of Mother Mary being with you. So yes. um, ask for the guidance, right? She is with you. I know she is. Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Enjoy Thank your journey, you. okay? Thank you. You're welcome. God bless you so much. Thank you. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for calling in the show tonight. I just want to say I love you so much. And I hope you all have a wonderful week, and I hope you can return and join us at uh, next week's show. Uh, this is Jory and the Coffee Psychic with your Psychic Connection. God bless you all. Good night, everyone. <laughs>